Welcome to the Sweet Run Podcast, your source for all things running and travel in super fun destinations around the world. We're your hosts, Gerald Mitchell and Natalie Mitchell. Welcome to episode 77 of the Sweet Run Podcast. And this week, we're so happy to welcome Stacy Frantella to the show. Stacy is the definition of cool, and in fact, I just want to put on my shoes and go on a run with him. Oh wait, we did go on a run with him a couple of months ago, which is how we met Stacy. Stacy is the co-captain of Black Men Run Los Angeles. He's also part of the Long Beach Running Club, which is where he lives. Stacy is a 16-time half marathoner and soon-to-be marathoner, which you will hear the details about that in our conversation. We talk about so many things, how Stacy got into the sport of long-distance running and just how much he really loves the sport. And he loves bringing other people into distance running. And he's a part of some really fun groups. And I just, I love his story. In the second half of our conversation, we talk about where Stacy lives in Long Beach, California. I think Long Beach is underrated, and in this conversation, you're going to find out why Long Beach is the place to be. Stacy tells us the best places to go for a run, where to dine out, the dining options, you guys, especially the breakfast options, are phenomenal. <laughs> so we talk about where to hang out and so much more in Long Beach. We can't wait to share this with you guys, so here we go. We wanted to take a moment to shout out our longtime sponsor of the show, Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is a science-backed, trackable action plan that helps you answer the question, what is going on inside my body? It is an amazing tool for athletes and for just being on this earth. We all want to be healthy. We all want to live our best lives and A big part of that is finding out what's going on on the inside of our body. And that's what you can do with Inside Tracker. You go and get a blood test, or they come to you and you can get a blood draw. And it takes about five to 10 minutes, and they take care of everything else from giving you a comprehensive plan on what what you're doing right and what you need to work on with recipe suggestions and all sorts of information to help point you into the right direction. So we love Inside Tracker. We have a code for you so you guys can enjoy Inside Tracker. Use the code SWEETRUN to take 25% off of everything that they have to offer and live your best life. Find out what's going on inside your body with Inside Tracker. The Sweet Run Podcast officially has merchandise, my friends. We are so excited to share the new Sweet Run mug. Designed and created by cross-country runner Josh Mitchell, who also happens to be our son, we're excited to share the new Sweet Run mug with you guys. Go to our website, check it out, buy one for yourself, share one with a friend, check out the new Sweet Run mug. And now, friends, please enjoy our fun conversation with 16-time half marathoner and the co-captain of Black Men Run Los Angeles, Stacy Frantella. Stacy, how do you pronounce your last name? Frantella. That's what okay. I thought. Cool. I got it right. Frantella. Yeah. Three, three, set, three syllables, one L. Uh, common mistake uh, that people make is uh, they want to put two L's in my last name. And... Uh, the uh, the history of my uh, family is a uh, I am a uh, black and Filipino, and my uh, my grandfather, who I never got to a chance to meet, uh, came from the Philippines, um, arrived in uh, Louisiana, met my grandmother, who I also never got a chance to meet, and uh, she's uh, she was Creole, and uh, so yeah, so I have a uh, and then my mom's black, so uh, I have an interesting history, but the uh, the history of my name is. When my grandfather came from the Philippines, uh, it was a completely different last name. We won't even get into that, but uh, Frantella is a family name that we took or he took. And um, I, uh, my dad, you know, he explained it. He says, uh, two L's is Italian, one L is Filipino. So you oh. always, you couldn't tell. <laughs> yes. You know, it's so funny when you, when you were first saying your last name, I was like, is that Italian? But that, no, that's really good to know. If it was two L's, it would mm-hmm. be Italian. Well, that's how the story goes. And so we're going to stick to it. Okay. <laughs> I like that story. Yeah. Yeah. That's you got to cool. confidence and then people don't question. That's, that's right. So I, I got, I got to ask, man, I'm from mm-hmm. the Bay area. So who's your celebrity lookalike? 
man. Uh, uh, well, okay. So when I was younger, um, and we're talking like in the nineties, um, it was Tiger Woods. And, uh, you know, okay. that was, that was when he was popular or really popular, just coming out and people would just like call me tiger. And I'm like, tiger, they didn't know that I was Filipino and black. And, you know, he's got the, uh, the, the Cambodian, uh, the Cambodian, uh, uh, background. Yeah. Uh, so I had that, um, for while the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers were winning, I got Heinz Ward. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, Heinz Ward has got to be like twice the size as me, but I get it in the face, you know? Um, and, ah, oh, man, it, I get a few, um, some, I, I remember, Others, you know, they'll just come at me with something like, you look like, and I'm like, I get it all the time. Like, but I'm Stacy. That's who I am. I know it's like, you do look like somebody famous. I just can't put my finger on who it is, but it's somebody. I feel like when I look at you, I'm like, oh, that's somebody famous. I used to get, uh, I used to get the smart guy, you know, um, uh, I forget his name. Yes. When he was younger. Yeah, it's just it's the light skin, it's the curly hair. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I was going with Shock G from Digital Underground. I mean, that's a new one. Right. Really? Okay. <laughs> that was that was my. I was like, okay, that's that's got to be like his cousin, his brother. <laughs> nope, that, it's just the newest one on the list. Wow. But okay. guess what? You are famous. I so know. there you go. We you don't need to and look like anybody famous. You. Our, Our Stacey, famous, you're Stacy, which is what we want to get into. Stacy Frantello, yeah. welcome to the Sweet Run Podcast. You're Thanks famous, for- and we're so happy that you're here. <laughs> I'm I'm humbled to be here. I, I got to uh, when you guys reached out to me, I honestly was like, "Y'all want to talk to me?" I'm like, "Okay, like let's do it." I, yeah. I, I'll I, I'll give you a good story. <laughs> yeah, well, you're you're running, and mm-hmm. you're in a you're a group leader. And mm-hmm. you're in Long Beach, which is a city we have not covered. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you are a perfect candidate, man. So that's welcome, man. We're glad to have you. I know. We're happy right. to have you. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. So I want to get into you, like your running because you said you've run 16 half marathons. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of half marathons. How did that whole journey into running start for you? Ooh, well, um, hey, we're going to get heavy for a second and then we'll get lighter. Um, so I actually started running, um, out of, uh, stress relief and, uh, uh, quite honestly, just depression. Uh, I was going through a rough patch with my family and, um, I had, uh, so I've been an athlete of some sort all my life. I used to play, uh, T-ball that, uh, went into little league baseball. Uh, I played high school, uh, baseball. I didn't uh, go to college and, and play sports, um, Played pickup basketball, lifted weights. I was a swimmer, played soccer. I did all that. Um, and as I got older, uh, I realized uh, I don't like playing basketball and pickup games anymore because it seems like at some point people think that NBA checks are being paid or, you know, uh, uh, passed out. And so it becomes real on the blacktop or even in the gym, uh, especially in the gym uh, basketball courts. You, you would think everybody is like, they're scouts looking for NBA players. Um, so I gave that up. And uh, so I, I just started running. You know, I was, um, I started on the treadmill one mile before my workout. And um, I, I moved that to two miles and then three miles. And then I said, you know what? Three miles on a treadmill is a lot. Let me see if I can move this to the street. And uh, this is back in 2008. So um, I started running about four miles and uh, I'm Inglewood, born and raised. So uh, Morningside Park area, about two to three miles away from the form. And uh, so I would run basically from the Crenshaw, Manchester area down to the form and back. And I'm like, OK, I can do this. And there's a ni- there's a nice little incline when you're coming back up uh, Manchester. And um, and then I started wrapping that around. And uh, for everybody listening, this is well before SoFi was even thought of. Mm-hmm. So, you know, th- that was Hollywood Park and it was nothing but a parking lot. So yeah. a lot of people, a lot of older people lived in Inglewood and uh, you would see the ladies walking with their sticks really early. And so, yeah, that became my route, you know, um, did that maybe twice uh, a weekend. And um, I got involved with uh, group running 
around 2009 and uh, ran my first eight mile run with a group called She Runs LA. And uh, um, and my sister's uh, friend was uh, involved and she was like, yeah, come on out. And I'm like, I'm going to be the only guy there. Mm -hmm. And like, that doesn't matter. Just come and run. So uh, it was a couple other guys there. And so when we were done, they were like, you just ran eight miles. And I was like, I just ran eight miles. Okay. All right. So fast forward, um, 2014, I moved to Long Beach and, and ran my first half. Um, absolutely loved it. And, uh, the first half I ran was the Hollywood half, uh, not a very popular, uh, half marathon now that I hear, but I ran four of them. I love that course, you know, uh, started early. It was on a Saturday too. That was the big thing. Um, so that became just my thing, running half marathons, running 10Ks, running 5Ks. Um, fast forward to now, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a run leader with the Black Man Run Los Angeles. Uh, I am a, a part of a Long Beach Running Club. Um, shout out to, uh, to Gus and Sandy, who are uh, great people who lead that group. And uh, it's a huge group in Long Beach. And there's several uh, different running groups, but uh, that's the one I just gravitated to. And uh, yeah, and now we're here. Okay. Now we're here. Wow, mm-hmm. that's that is that's a really cool. I like to talk to people that find running later in life. Yeah, I feel like it almost like means more because they, mm-hmm. you know, they get into it usually for those same reasons, like a stress reliever or to relieve depression or just to you know do something different with their life. So I, yeah, I like hearing about that. Yeah, and I yeah. totally get leaving the hoops alone. As much as I love the game, you're right. There's some people they take it entirely too seriously, and you're mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, I don't see any college <laughs> or professional <laughs> scout out here. Nobody's handing out checks. Let's relax and get some exercise in. But yeah, and that's why I used to play basketball, you know, in the gym because I was like, I'm just actually just trying to run up and down the court. I'm just trying to, you know, keep my win. Uh, so yeah, running is like, hey, you can do it by yourself. You can do it with a group. You can do it in the morning. You can do it at night. Uh, you can do it anywhere. So yeah. that, I mean, that's why I just, I became a runner and a track star. Uh, well, no, nah, I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, a track star? I want to hear about this. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but I, I think I found the love for running around 2014. That's when I knew, okay, I'm a runner. Okay. So now the Hollywood half marathon, why have I not, I've not heard yeah. about this. Where, where, uh, where is it I, run? I don't think it exists. So the last one that I ran was the fifth annual. And I think uh, that was 2017. Um, it was like the LA city challenge. So the new year's uh, half marathon that they had downtown LA, it was like the only night half marathon. I absolutely hated that uh, tr- uh, that path because uh, one, that was back when I was running in 10 inch shorts uh, and, and I had the full beats on my head, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't realize you need to really charge your phone when you're running because it, once it goes out, the music stops. And I think I was like nine miles in and then it just went cold. Oh, it's 40 degrees. It's 10 o'clock at night. It's in January. Um, and I, the last three miles are just miserable. And I did it to get the, the, uh, the challenge medal. Cause you know, when you're a runner, you don't run cause you, you, you want to be healthy. You want the medals. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they had this nice license plate size medal. And I was like, that's cool. I'm gonna get that, but I got to run this one and the Hollywood half. So, uh, fast forward a couple months, I get to the, uh, to the Hollywood half. And uh, I finished it and I'm like, where's my, 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 my challenger medal? It was like, oh, we don't do that anymore. And I'm like, oh. you I wasted my, my night. I froze my butt off, you know, for lack of better words. Uh, and I'm not getting, <laughs> like, okay, so I'm with done no with no music. <laughs> with no music. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, you know, I, I'm not finishing first. So the only th- other thing I got to look forward to is the challenger medal. Yeah. And then they just canceled it. So I said no more New Year's half, but I, I enjoyed the Hollywood half. Once I moved over to this side of town, I found the Long Beach half and full. Uh, I found uh, the Huntington Beach Surf City half and full. Uh, and then the OC half and full. 
um, which is coming up uh, next month. And, um, and yeah, so now I'm just like, I can run in Long Beach pretty much anytime, anywhere. Uh, so, you know, that's what I do. Now, do you have uh, aspirations of doing a full marathon or, or have you done the marathon at this point or what, what's the plans there? Man, so uh, not with any reluctancy at this point, but for years, everybody's like, you know, calling me a marathon and I'm like half marathon half marathon and so they're like you can run a marathon and I'm like it's not a it, it's not a uh, a can't do it's a won't do right mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? uh marathons are mental you know for for runners um that's what I hear so I have gone the, probably the last three years thinking all right I'm gonna do a full and then there'll be something that will always kind of set me off like it'll be like a, a a trigger to say nah not this year so <laughs> it's um it's the bloody nipples. Uh, um, it's the full marathoners saying, hey, marathons are great. But they all say, but. And I'm like, if you love it, you love it. Like, what's up with the but? Yeah. And so, but you got to train for it. And I'm like, okay, I, yeah, I get that. But, you know, it's so hard on the body. And I'm like, well, well we're runners. So it, there's always some, like, complaint attached to it. But. <laughs> uh, I am my first uh, full marathon in 2023. Wait, what was that? You're going to run your first marathon in, in next year, 2023? Next, next year. All right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah. What's, on yeah. the, what's on the plan? Um, so I told everybody that I would run LA. Um, I, you know, naturally, that's my, that would be my home marathon. Um, the, uh, I, although LA is not a major, um, there's a lot of love out there especially in between like mile uh, 15 and 20 um, because that's where all the run groups usually set up to cheer people on. And um, so, yeah, you know, I'm going to do it. 2023. I'm excited. All right, cool. We'll be looking out. Okay. I don't have any buts. I just (laughs) say that like you just, whoever wants to run a marathon just has to be committed to the training because it is different than training for a half marathon. Yeah. I mean, you you can not, but. I'm like totally like self-conscious. <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> but <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're going to well, be fine. You've got all yeah, the, yeah. the training and all of that. I hear that you basically you have to run a marathon to run a marathon within the, within the training. So I know you don't run the whole 26 miles, but I think you get up to like 20 miles, 20, 22 miles. And that, that preps you for 26. So yes. I'm like, I'm going to start now. And everybody's like, why are you going to start now? I'm like, well, it's a year away. I need to mentally prepare. I need to know that I could do it. And I don't want to find out that I can do it with like a, a month left. I want to be able to say, all right, I, I can run this six months ahead of time. So now I can run it six months later. I, you know, I, I'm just weird. And I think You're it's going to be good. Yeah, you got so many people supporting you through Black Men Run and Long Beach mm-hmm. Running Club yeah. and all your friends. You're going to be, yeah, we're going to be cheering you on. Yeah, yeah, it's no backing out now because I said it out loud. Now you I'm said saying- it on the Sweet Run podcast. Yes, yeah, a few people <laughs> might hear it. A few people might hear it. <laughs> just a few, just a few. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, we are excited to talk about Long Beach. Yeah, yeah, Long we've done- Beach. That is such a. It's such a. I feel like it's kind of an underrated city. Like it, there's a lot going on in Long Beach. There's good food. You've got the. <laughs> the Long Beach Marathon and Half Marathon for runners and, and races. It's close to the OC. Yeah. It's like, um, uh, if you like big city living, but you don't like the attitude that comes along with it, Long Beach is the place. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Do you really find that people don't have, have the LA attitude? Yeah, so I live, uh, so Long Beach is only, I don't know, uh, call it, uh, 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 I wouldn't know how to, how to uh, say it. Like you can go from, from the, the 710 freeway to the 605 freeway. And that's basically east to west when it comes to Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, t- typical uh, uh, California explaining cities by freeways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I would say from the beach, to um uh the 91 is about what 10 miles 
So Long Beach is really not that big. And it's funny because everybody in LA is like, oh, Long Beach is so far. It's like, calm down. It's 30 minutes from LAX. It's a straight shot down a freeway. And depending on what time you hit that freeway, it might take you 30 minutes. It might take you an hour and 15. I don't know. But once you get here, it's got its own attitude. Um, You go downtown and it's like serious downtown living. You go five miles down the street, which is where I am near uh, Belmont Shores, and it's completely beach city. Uh, We have a small little street called Second Street, and it's nothing but uh, restaurants. It's like restaurant row. Mm -hmm. And another uh, beautiful thing about Long Beach is, in my opinion, it's the most diverse city in L.A., California, and maybe even in the U.S. You just never know who your neighbor's going to be. I live in an area where uh, one of my neighbors uh, is, uh, um, she's Mexican, but she kind of looks white. I have an elderly uh, Japanese lady who who lives near me, a couple who's uh, white and Vietnamese. Uh, I got a black neighbor. Like, you just never know who your neighbor's going to be. And we all get along just fine. Um, I love that. Yeah. And then if you go five miles north of where I am, you're right in the suburbs of Long Beach. So, yeah, like I said, it, it's got the big city look and feel, but not that not the big city attitude. Mm. Nice. That's a good combination to have because, you know, various cities where there's New York, L.A., Chicago, you know, they mm-hmm. there's always a little something that people have to say about it in terms of attitude. Um, right. It's nice to have, it sounds like the best of both worlds, which is great. Um, but tell us where you would send us on a run in Long Beach. If uh, we're coming, yeah. somebody's coming into town and for whatever reason, because you got the convention center, you got the aquarium. Yep. Um, yep. Where are we the running Queen first? Mary. Yeah, the oh, Queen wait, Mary. Wait, I'm, I'm yeah. overstepping here. Yeah, yeah we like that. You, you're supposed to do this. <laughs> all right. Start all with right. running. So, so um, if you're going to come running on a Sunday morning at 7 a.m., and you want to meet at Belmont Brew Company with the Long Beach Running Club. Um, <laughs> my, my favorite route is our, 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 um, our Queen Mary route. And that is roughly about a 10-mile route. Uh, we start out at the Belmont Brew Company and we go up along Ocean Boulevard. We take Ocean all the way to Shoreline Drive. And uh, we go down into uh, Shoreline Village which uh, next weekend is going to be the Long Beach Grand Prix. So right now it's, it's kind of crazy down there. Barricades are all put up. So, because, uh, you know, the racetrack is literally Shoreline Drive. Okay. Um, so you go through there, you pass the aquarium, over the bridge, pass Hotel Maya, and you end up at the Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. And to get the, the correct mileage, uh, because uh, <laughs> my run leader, uh, Gus, we always get into it at the beginning of our runs because when he starts talking about the mileage, he looks at me. And he's like, it's nine-ish miles. And I'm like, why are you looking at me? It's like, because you always got something to say. So we run all the way to the end of the Queen Mary, and then we run it back. Um, the coolest part about the route is there's no lights. So you can go as fast as you want. You can take it as slow as you want, but you don't have to worry about traffic. Um, which is big in the running community, right? That's huge. Yeah, that is huge. Right. So you literally can run 10 miles, and you know, five miles out, five miles back, but you don't have to hit a light. There are lights, um, you know, to pay attention to, but it's not like you're going to be stopping every, you know, minute and a half because you didn't make the green light. Um, I love that route because, like I said, it's no lights. You can go at your own pace. Uh, but, you know, you pass some cool stuff. If you stay up on Ocean Boulevard, you'll pass the Performing Arts Center. You'll pass the Convention Center. Um, you can, uh, you know, drop right down into the Pike area. Um, there's a lot of different restaurants. There's the Ferris Wheel. You know, you got uh, all the shops down there. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's like a, it's, it's a tourist area. So there, there are people, you know, looking at you and riding birds and, and you know all the scooters down there you got the lighthouse that you, you got to run around um and it's literally like the the half marathon route uh for the long beach half uh, okay uh so you can prep for that and you can know exactly what you're going to get into um depending on what uh, time of day you you run i mean you know the the landscape is beautiful you can see catalina on a really good day 
uh, like, you know, pretty much like you can see Russia from Alaska. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, uh, and then you can make different routes just by the beach path. Um, we do a four mile, six mile, eight mile, uh, 10 mile and a four, 12 to 14 mile route literally out of the same space. Wow. So, so we never have to do anything else. But if you want to do something a little more adventurous, um, there's the arts district run, which is more like a four to five mile route. And what's cool about that is there's wall art pretty much on like every other building. So if you just want to be scenic and take your time, you can literally take your selfies or, or take your pictures next to, you know, uh, somebody's artwork. And, you know, you can make a, make a, a day of it. That's really cool. Nice. Now that path, the first uh, run route you were telling us about that, go, that's basically the Long Beach half. That's, mm -hmm. that's all, is it on like a bike path, concrete uh, path? Yeah. So, um, you know, most cities, most beach, most beach cities have a bike path. Yeah. Um, I think Long Beach was really the first at least in, you know, in the LA area to have a bike and a running path. So, so we're completely separated. Oh, that's nice. So there's no on your left, you know, there's no coming through um, unless you're talking to another runner, <laughs> but yeah, we have our own path uh, from Belmont shores all the way through downtown uh, Long Beach um, and the, and the, the cyclists have their own path. So, um, you know, of course now, the uh the runners who want to run past everybody they get on the bike path and then there's like you know we have just as much space as them why are we on the on the bike path yeah you know that is uh, that's that's interesting to me like if you uh, first of all i love that yeah, very few cities bit. have a you know a, a running path or mm. walking path and then a separate bike path it's usually like everybody's all together but yeah. i'm trying to figure out i had you stumped me on that one i'm like why would a runner jump on the on the bike path when they have a dedicated running path. So, you know, this, this is how I look at it. Um, <laughs> cyclists don't like cars. Runners don't like cyclists. Walkers don't like runners. <laughs> oh, got that, it. Yeah. And it's I got to tell you, yeah, that is the only segregation that I, that I approve of. <laughs> because I, and I, because I get it. Everybody needs their space. And I, I'm a big advocate of like cycling and, and running and, you, and, you know, being pedestrian in a city and let everybody, there's enough room that let everybody find their space. And so right. people can be free to just go and talk or whatever they're doing. And like, like you said, not have to be so, you know, paranoid all the time but of the, looking what's coming. But the walkers and the runners have to coexist together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they do. We do. And we do. I mean, Listen, we, we coexist with the cyclists. It's just, you know, those few that, actually, you know, maybe maybe they're sponsored. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody acts like they're getting paid to do something. It's like, no, we're all out here for the love. That's so right. I'll give you your space. Just let me know you're coming. And I do the same thing with the walkers. I'll just say, hey, you know, on your left or or I'll just jump on that, you know, that small slither of where the the yellow line separates the bike path from the from the sand and i'm like i'm in this tiny little space so you guys shouldn't be bothered by me yeah. but then there's always one or two that are like bothered by that so you can't win for losing i know <laughs> yeah you just go by him and say have a nice day <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Are there any trails in long beach that um that we don't know about okay so on Mondays at 6.30 in Signal Hill, uh, if you want to come out and run, um, Long Beach Run Club actually does a, uh, a five-mile hill route. And in the summertime, we, uh, we do one loop around Signal Hill, uh, which, you know, is within Long Beach city limits. Uh, they have half of that run is the backside of, like, Signal Hill, which is, like, uh, where they have a lot of oil wells. Oh, okay. So we run basically through the neighborhood, which is, you know, completely paved. And then all of a sudden we start running down this trail and then it just becomes dirt. And uh, not where you want to run at night, you know, once the sun goes fully down, but it's a great run around the time we do it, uh, you know, 6.30-ish 
sun is almost setting. And then, you know, once we come out of that, we come back out into the, uh, into the, uh, the neighborhood, run up Willow to Cherry and uh, back to the Home Depot. Um, other than that, you don't hear a whole lot about trail runs just because it's so industrialized, you know, everything is paved. So the best part of Long Beach to run in, in my opinion, um, is literally the beach path. Cause I mean, it's completely designed for us mm. and uh, it's wide open. I mean, Long Beach is really great about having these, uh, bike lanes. And so the bike lanes are for, uh, bikes, uh, birds, you know, the scooters or whatever. Uh, and so you, you find yourself running in that lane just because there's no lights and it's, and it's paved for, uh, you know, uh, everyone, but cars. So, it's just great running in the city. That's perfect. I love that they did that. It's like they really yeah. had health and fitness for their residents in mm-hmm. mind. And that's what we need. That's what every city in America needs to do. Yeah. Area collective. Yeah. When we've done our fair share of healthy running, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about some healthy eating. The food. I love okay. The food. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was ready for this one and, uh, and I am a foodie. Um, if most people haven't figured out runners don't run to be fit, we run so we can eat and drink whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. Love that, the food. So um, I think that Long Beach is a great breakfast town. So um, my favorite uh, couple spots to run, there's a place called uh, Good Vibes Cafe. And this is uh, in Belmont Shores. It's actually a hidden gym. So on that path that I talked about uh, within the first couple miles, there's this area called the peninsula. And uh, I'm not sure exactly which street it's on, but it is literally down a street. Uh, it's in a neighborhood and the cafe is below like some apartment buildings. And it's like uh, a building away from the, uh, from the pe- like not the pier, but uh, the shore where they have uh, the marina, where they have all the boats. And um, it's, it's a nice little quaint little cafe, uh, but they have the greatest breakfast burritos and frosés. Okay. Wait, frose. Frose. Tell me about this. <laughs> so uh, it's on a few menus. I, I've seen it. I thought it was like, you know, they, they had a trademark, but um, it's basically a rosé that's frozen. Ooh, it okay. in, that sounds good. comes in this nice, um, uh, like a uh, Capri Sun type, I don't know what you call those things. Pouch? Uh, yeah, pouch. There you go. There you go. And it's got the metal straw. And uh, and yeah, so you've just ran 10 miles and now it's froze all day. <laughs> I okay. need this in my life. I'm coming to Long Beach. I'm going right. to call you and we're yeah. going to go have some Capri Sun <laughs> Frosé together. That sounds incredible. So that's the first spot. Um if you go down Second Street, a uh, lot of good spots. Um, if we're if we're sticking with breakfast first, uh, there's a bakery called Petrus. Uh, they make some good um, wraps, like breakfast wraps. Uh, they have mimosas. Uh, you have uh, Simsies, which is um, kind of like one of those uh, you know uh, American style uh, bistros where oh not even a bistro, but they have all types of pizza burgers hot chicken um and it's uh they have their own brewery so they've got good beers because you can drink beer after a run absolutely you can Mm -hmm. um (laughs) a cool place called the attic which is uh a restaurant that used to be a house and you know when when uh covid happened uh long beach was really good about trying to keep the businesses in play because you know you couldn't go inside so they literally took most of these streets and made like outdoor patios, but it was like for every single restaurant, if they could That's awesome. in, in Long Beach. So they have that outdoor seating area. They've got a little bit of indoor seating, but it's cool because you're eating like this kind of trendy food and they've got a bar, they've got chicken and waffles, they've got uh, mimosa flights. Um, so that's wait, 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 mimosa flights. (laughs) (laughs) You can't just slide by that. Does that mean like it's a different type of mimosa on? Yeah, exactly. You could try just like you did it, like one, two, three, four, and 
you know, they bring the different juices and yeah, it's a mimosa flight. Oof. So, I mean, why order one mimosa when you can order a mimosa flight? Right? right? Yes. I am all about that. Yeah. Don't, you don't have to choose one. Right. Man. No. So, That's amazing. Um, but speak up. So there's eggs, et cetera. There's the breakfast bar, which is new. I haven't been there yet. Uh, there's the breakfast cup. Um, and then Long Beach has a staple restaurant called the Pot Holder. Okay. Um, I'm, I know this because there's like two of them. Uh, if you go to the other side of Long Beach, if you want to run, uh, you know what? I take that back. Bixby Knowles has some trails. Um, and Bixby Knowles is kind of like North Long Beach. Okay. So, so circling back to that, we do have trails. Um, and then they have this other little area called uh, Steelcraft. And Steelcraft is like one of those container um, complexes where they have uh, the, like everything is built out of the, uh, like the containers, the shipping containers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they have a burger place in there, a ramen place. They have a brewery, a pizza place, a coffee place. Um, so that's kind of cool for that side of town. Yeah. And then... Um, uh, so they have two pot holders. There's a bacon and broil. I mean, I could go on all day. Oh <laughs> I see gosh. that. You, yeah, it, okay, I'm getting the picture that people in Long Beach, yeah, they get up at the crack of dawn. They mm-hmm. run, bike, walk, exercise, and then they just eat breakfast. Like this, ama- all these amazing breakfast places. The mayor of Long Beach, if he hears this, he will he'll, he will appreciate my narration of Long Beach. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping that, I, you know, that there's some type of job offer. That, that yes. Kind of- <laughs> Mayor of Long Beach, are you listening? Yeah. yeah I've, I've, and I have to say, I've never heard of a, a city referred to as a breakfast town, but I get it. I mean, like you said, you were, it wasn't like you were running out of places. You were like, well, I could go on. <laughs> like, that's uh, a lot of breakfast to try. So I'm all about that, it. That's just breakfast. I mean, we haven't even gotten to brunch yet. What? So, oh yeah. my gosh. All right, right, give us a couple of brunch <laughs> okay. and then let's and then yeah, cuz I know the nightlife. I'm I'm curious to know, know. about the nightlife You're in Long Beach too. Chomping at the bit. Like we got to hold on. We're we're the still brunch, on the brunch. on the daytime okay. stuff. All right. So, so brunch. <laughs> um we'll we'll keep this short. Uh the attic is also a brunch spot. Um there's a there's a place called Panxa, P A N X A. And what's cool about the attic and Panxa is they're in the neighborhood. So they're not, it's not like they're out on the second street where everything is designed to, you know, shops, restaurants. Um, those two places are good brunch spots. You can go back down to second street and you can go to Panama Joe's, you can go to Legends, you can go to Simsies because you got all types of bars down there. My favorite place to eat on second street is Nick's on second. Nick's on second is kind of like uh, a Fleming's, but not so upscale. Uh, they also do a great brunch, uh, but that goes right into dinner. And, you know, they, they're known for their Chilean sea bass. I should be getting paid by a whole bunch of people. Um, should, I told you you were going to be famous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, and you go down to second and PCH, which is a new complex and they have a, a Mexican restaurant called Ola, um, and then a hidden gem. I haven't given you one of these. Uh, there's a uh, a good night spot called the Tantalum. Oh, mm. yeah. Okay. So, so we done fast forwarded to like you know dinner and happy hour. Yes. So the Tantalum is on the east side of Long Beach. And in most cities, the east side is usually like the sketchy side. <laughs> east side of Long Beach is actually like very nice side okay um so the tantalum sits right on the water and the best time to go there is really happy hour because the sun sets and like their shades come up right as it sets so you can get some of the sun and then you get that good lighting they do live music on friday nights um and they have great drinks but not a lot of people know about it okay Mm. i like that hidden gem Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's definitely a hidden gem Okay, we're gonna have to come down a lot. Yeah, we are sleeping on all yeah. of this stuff, Stacey. We didn't Wipe know up. that Long Beach had. I mean, I knew it was like a cool place, but I didn't know it had so much to offer. So we're we got to come down there. Yeah, yeah, and then one more little tidbit. Uh, if you go back over to downtown Long Beach, across the water, uh, Hotel Maya 
has a restaurant called Fuego. And um, I haven't been there in a while, you know, uh, just have to tell the truth, but um, they do have great drinks. Their restaurant, Fuego is right on the water. Um, it's overlooking the downtown landscape. So you can see all the, you know, the skyscrapers, you can see the Queen Mary, the lighthouse, Shoreline Village. Um, and that's a cool place to stay because it's just in the middle of everything. And, and if, you know, you don't have a real plan, you just go over the bridge in the Shoreline Village and you can have a, a, a whole day of, you know, just um, whatever you want to do. That's and now perfect. everybody listening, remember what Stacy said. We're talking about at 10 miles across the whole city. Yeah. So this isn't like down, you know, going across LA and somebody go here and go there and go here. And that's, you know, four days worth of travel. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a, a nice quaint city that has everything to offer, but you can get it done if you want to yeah. take your pick. That's great. Yeah. And, and you really like, you could do most of that on a bird. <laughs> you don't even have to get an Uber. You know, I love you, it. Yeah, you save the Uber for when it gets cold. But when yeah. the sun is more, you jump on one of those little scooters and you just, you go almost all over the city. Well, we were going to, it's so funny. We were going to ask you yeah. where to stay and you answered that. Do you have any other hotels that you would recommend? Um, so I don't have any, uh, like I would say exclusively you should stay there. Um, but, um, yeah, there's plenty of, uh, hotels in the downtown Long Beach area. Um, the reason why I would tell anybody you know, if you're not staying at my place, stay downtown because downtown is like literally, um, you know, just a few minutes from everything. It's uh, it's a walking distance from Shoreline Village. Uh, Shoreline Village has all the shops, all the restaurants. I mean, if you want to go to like the the mainstream restaurants, go down to the Pike. That's where you'll find the, you know, the Chili's and the Outback and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I know. Long Beach is not known for that. Long Beach is really known for the small businesses, you know, the uh, the restaurants that uh, the mom and pop restaurants, but like the, the upscale restaurants right down to like, you know, the, the dive bars. Um, everything is ran by the people who live in Long Beach. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great little city. And I always told myself I'm never moving out of Inglewood. I'm Inglewood till I die. <laughs> As soon as I left, I was like, Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like that. I feel like the people that I've talked to that live in Long Beach, they love it. They love it. They're all about their city. So it's yeah. a lot of pride. Yeah, no, it, there's a lot of Long Beach pride here. Uh, I, I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Um, I, I always tell people, come to Long Beach and my closest friends don't come and see me that much, but when they come down there, they're like, we should have came down here a long time ago. And I was like, yeah, you mean the first and second and third time I told you to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 Now they I can just private tell like. And now they can listen to this and then they'll see that they are completely missing. missing the boat. They need to come yeah. to Long Beach. Other than we know that the Long Beach yeah. Marathon in half Mm-hmm. is huge i feel like it's like nationwide known you know people know it mm-hmm. so well do you have any other races that you would recommend in the area so the uh long beach half i, I said it earlier but um it's connected to the beach city challenge so um the surf city half which already happened um and the oc half which is next month those are all connected to the same group as the long beach half okay um, so next month i believe it's may 1st you have uh, um, OC and there's a bunch of uh, my friends and a bunch of other clubs that are running that. Um, are uh, you running that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I mean, you know, it's it's the home races. I kind of did say I'll never run it again, but I like that extra medal because, you know, you got the, it, they give, um, there's a starfish and when you open the starfish, it has like the, the PCH, you know, uh, freeway sign. So, I have two of those, That's cool. uh, not bragging or anything. I'm just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> plus I pay for them. So That's right. you, you earned it. Yeah, you you earned completely it. earned it. So yeah. And if you run half marathons or marathons, you know, these things are not cheap. For so, sure. um, so yeah, those are uh, a few that I would recommend. Um, we have uh, the Wrigley run, which is a uh, 5k, 10k and a 10 miler. Oh. And, is um more on like the west side of long beach uh that i think is kind of like in the summertime 
there's one that just popped up out of nowhere called the Long Beach Half. And we were all like, wait a minute. We moved from October to August. And they're like, no, no, no. There's another group that does stuff in Seal Beach, which is the neighboring city of Long Beach on right on the Orange County line. Um, they decided they were going to put a half marathon together, but like in the Belmont Shores area. Funny enough, it's literally one of uh, the Long Beach Running Club's routes. So we're all like, should we just all throw on our racing jerseys and uh, uh, singlets and just kind of run it bandit? And, <laughs> and uh, so we'll, we'll pay for a bib and, and, and you know, uh, contribute. And uh, so that one, I believe, is coming up in August. Uh, a lot of people, you know, we, uh, you guys actually uh, had them on the podcast a few months ago. Lawrence Gilliam, LG. Yeah, uh, that's my guy. Um, he's yeah, getting ready. Lawrence, he's awesome. He's literally my running hero. That dude is fifty. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> amazing. He is. He is. So uh, you know, people. We just got done with the LA Marathon. We just got done with TSP, the Speed Project. So that was everybody running from Santa Monica to Vegas. Oh wait, did you do the Speed Project? Uh, no. <laughs> I was like, wait, how did we miss that? <laughs> no, no. I listen, I'm still trying to get ready for a marathon. I'm not running to Vegas. <laughs> um, shout out to the movement runners and uh the Breakfast Club runners, um, some very good friends of mine. They ran it and had a good time. It was kind of cool because you just you saw all these people running. Um, I think they had like 50 different groups running from Santa Monica to Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they got there right in time for the pool party. So um, congrats to all of those people who ran that run. Uh, I, will, I don't know if I'm going to run that. That's crazy. I know yeah. every each runner on your team runs like, I don't know. It's a lot of miles per person. Like, yeah. like six to seven miles a person. Uh, and depending on how you do it traditionally, I mean, you know, I'm literally talking with very, like no experience of, of doing TSP. So I hear... Like the, the OG way to do it is six members. Um, they even had a couple of people do it solo. And they, oh, that's they, crazy. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Running makes you crazy. <laughs> it, so once you get to a marathon, like now you now people are like, oh, well, shoot, you should run a 50K. Yeah. Well, that's the goal is not to keep running. It's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the goal is to go and have a flight of mimosas. Right. <laughs> that's the goal. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, are, is there gonna be like a rose station? Like, every <laughs> I'm giving you people to come up with that for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, okay, what about running stores, running stores. in yes. Long Beach? We Any, need some gear. Yeah. Okay, so um, there is the running uh, uh, runners high. Uh, there's one down here on Second Street. Uh, there's another one in uh, uh, the Long Beach Lakewood area. Uh, uh, in an area called uh, um, the Long Beach Exchange. It's a new kind of uh, shopping center that is right next to the Long Beach Airport. And that's kind of like one of those weird areas of Long Beach because it's Long Beach on this side of the street and it's Lakewood on the other. Uh, but the that area is really nice. Um, we have a Nike outlet down here. Uh, so that's always good because, you know, when you don't want to pay $80 for a shirt, when you can get it for 40 or uh, with, 30% off. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm all about that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I've had so much gear uh, like brought to the house for online shopping. Um, really the only store that I could think of is runner's high just cause it's like seven minutes down the street. Yeah. Okay. No, that's awesome. I love people like, yeah, to, we like to have a local. If we can. Yeah. Support the yeah. businesses of the city. So that's awesome. Um, what about like plate, like places of interest or, you know, you know, if someone comes to Long Beach, you would say you have to see this before you go. Absolutely have to see it. Um, okay. So the shoreline village area gives you a little bit of everything. Um, they have the aquarium of the Pacific. So that's a a cool place to go. Uh, whether you have kids or not, I mean, you know, you, you can have fun doing anything. Um, the lighthouse down there at Shoreline Village is cool. Uh, there's a couple of little museums uh, in Long Beach. There's actually the Museum of Art, uh, which is on Ocean Boulevard near Cherry. Um, 
And going back to another brunch spot, uh, there's a weekend spot called Claire's. And they, they're within the Long Beach Museum of Art. And they're only there on the weekends. And they overlook the water. So on a good day, you can eat brunch and look at Catalina. You can also look at the running and the bike path and the basketball court and see all types of activity. I mean, you can literally just watch life from this brunch spot. Mm. Um, and they're only open on Saturday and Sundays. Okay. So um, that's a cool place to, uh, to go. Uh, there's a, another museum. Um, there's a Pacific Islander Museum, which is kind of cool. That's more like in the Alameda Beach area, which is right outside of downtown Long Beach. Um, there's a MOLA. Um, uh, I think that's, uh, I'm not sure of the exact acronym, but it's a museum. So okay. just look up MOLA <laughs> and uh, you can check that out. Um, whew. Oh man, I totally forgot about, uh, uh, man. No, you got me on breakfast because I, I need to eat breakfast uh, soon. <laughs> uh, sooner or later. Yes. Sooner or, okay, so that's the last brunch spot I'll tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I like brunch. Uh, I'm a bruncher. Um, sooner or later has mimosas in these schooner cups. Oh, my gosh. And um, word to the wise, if you're going to go, go early because the line gets kind of crazy. It's so crazy that they came up with their own little coffee shop where you could get mimosas and coffee while you wait in the hour and a half line. Oh my gosh. So by the time you're ready to eat, you're already done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call Long Beach now the mimosa capital of the world. Yes. It probably is. It probably is. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, we've covered a lot of ground. I know. You, you know what, Stacey? You brought it. I will okay. say, like, I mean, the recommendations that you have suggested are not only, like, incredible, but they're, like, varied and vast, and people can have tons of things to choose from. And now my job writing the show notes is just going to be, like, really long. <laughs> I, I, my social media handles, and when people want to know something, they reach out to me. You know, and, and it, you know, I'll just respond to the DMs and be like, yeah, go here. Uh, or I'll say, hey, I'll be down there in like five minutes. <laughs> ah, there you yeah, go. No, we're definitely so, going to come run with so you. So we can't stay at your house, but we can meet up for, for mimosas. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Plenty of play. Hey, there, there's got to be some Airbnbs in this area. Yes. Because uh, it is uh, an interesting uh, fact about Long Beach is it's not a beach city. It's a port city. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because we have the ports right here, but, um, and we get, you know, we don't have waves in Long Beach because we have the break. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm sure everybody knows about Long Beach uh, infamously because we got all your goods and services out here on the water. Yeah. Um, word on the street is there's still like 60 ships out there. And uh, I think at one time there was like about 120 and you could probably see half of them on a run. You're just like, it, it was crazy. It's a beach city. And so it's still fairly affordable, uh, but it's catching up. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of uh, projects um, going down uh, in downtown Long Beach. A lot of new high rises, mm. uh, a lot of luxury apartments. But you know, it's a good, uh, it's a good and a not necessarily bad thing. I mean, you know, growth is good. Yeah. Uh, you just don't want to, you know, uh, disenfranchise the people who've been here for a while. And yeah, that's all challenge so yeah uh, gonna keep this on running and brunch we ain't gonna go political that's yeah. right that's right <laughs> but you know you're 100 right about those uh the what the pandemic did to the port because from santa monica i was on the beach more than once and you could see ships out there like wow these ships these big cargo ships out there and it was because they couldn't get things you know because yeah. of the pandemic they couldn't get things off the boats fast enough yeah so right. they were like literally parking lot out there it's crazy yeah, so hopefully, you know, if you ordered those uh, those uh, Garmin uh, uh, watch bands and they're coming from China, hopefully you get it in the next month or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on the lookout. We like to ask our guests the last question, which is, if you could run anywhere in the world, where would mm -hmm. it be and why? Okay, so I was prepared for this because obviously <laughs> I listen to the podcast. Uh, I would say... Um, and this is like uh, one of those heartfelt moments for me. 
Um, I would want to run in the Philippines. Um, I have never been to the Philippines. Uh, I am not very connected to my Filipino heritage. Uh, my dad is still around. My siblings are still here. But that part of the family um, is not the, the primary part of my family. So I would love to go back there, figure out the, the, um, the genealogy and the lineage, and then go for a run in, yeah. in, in a humid area. You know, hopefully it's a safe run. Um, but uh, yeah, if I could do a half marathon in, in the Philippines, that'd be cool. All right, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna research that. And if anybody out there listening knows of a beautiful race that we can send Stacy to, because he is famous, <laughs> and uh, we can go send you to the Philippines yeah. to run, that'd be awesome. And Natalie said, "Send me too." Yeah, so, uh, I did. Yeah, did. somehow we're gonna. I, I, no, my mind is turning. Somehow we're gonna hook it up. Like someone, mm-hmm. you know, the mayor of Long Beach is gonna hear this, and he's gonna talk mm-hmm. to some official in the Philippines, and like you're mm-hmm. gonna go and be an ambassador. Oh, I've got it all yeah, figured some, out. Some genealogy yeah. company will yep. sponsor it, so you can yeah. make it like you know a documentary of running, mm-hmm. racing, Ooh, and yeah. uh, and, and mimosas. Tri- of course. Yep. <laughs> Mimosas and froses in the Philippines. There you go. That's right. From Long Beach to the Philippines, we got you covered. Where can everybody find you so they can follow along because you're famous? They need to know. Okay. So I made it real easy long time ago. Uh, I am the second Frantella. T H E 2 N D. My last name, Frantella. Um, IG, that's where, I, that's where I live. I have my two hour limit. And then I go over it. Uh, <laughs> I'm also uh, on Twitter, same handle. Uh, and I have my TikTok, uh, you know, up and running. Nothing's there yet, but uh, I'll be there soon. Uh, but yeah, that, that's where you can find me. I'm glad to hear that you're on Twitter because I live on Twitter a little yeah, bit. You're a Twitter I'm a person. Twitter person. And mm. like, I don't find a lot of people there you know sometimes right. that i talk to you on the podcast so i'm gonna we're gonna hook up on twitter for sure absolutely i'm 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 uh i'm gonna find you real quick and we're gonna have some witty things to say to each other that's right <laughs> for sure stacy yeah. frantella thank you so much for for doing this this has been yeah, so been much blast, fun man. yeah hey listen i am humbled and honored to be on your podcast and uh like i i definitely definitely appreciate you guys Ah, oh, well, no. we appreciate you. Yeah, you you you've been great, man. Uh, Long Beach oh. should be proud. And one thing, one last thing. Uh, I hope to see you guys soon. Seven thirty on Saturdays. Uh, yes. Because we we also do that too. So well, you know, I was just talking about you guys because I think I might have told you this when we were running that time we came. So we have a well, he's now fifteen yeah. year old son and. Mm-hmm. He's a cross country runner, loves long distances and was injured for a long time. He's better now. He's so he's building up again. And I told him, I'm like, you got to come yeah, we'll get run back out. with Black Men Run LA. So we will be back and we okay. can't wait to hang out with you. All right. See you guys soon. All right. You bye. Thank you. Peace. Stacey Frantella, it was an absolute blast having you on the show. It was inspiring to hear how you acknowledged some tough times you were having and turned toward running as a solution to manage stress and anxiety. Stacy, you bring real joy to the sport of running and the sport of brunching. It sounds like you found a great home in Long Beach to enjoy all the city has to offer, all bundled into one neat package. Everyone follow Stacy's journey to his first full marathon and the rest of his running and foodie adventures at The Second Frantella on Instagram. A big thanks again to our sponsor, Inside Tracker. Use the code SWEETRUN to take 25% off of everything they have to offer. Use it for yourself or an awesome gift. A big thanks to our friends at Inside Tracker. Are you guys enjoying this Sweet Run podcast? We would love it if you would take a moment to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any platform that you listen to our show on. It would help us to get our content out to new listeners and help to grow our show. Go ahead and push the button. Leave us a rating and review. We would so appreciate it. And we appreciate you guys. Join us next week for another great conversation with an awesome runner living in a great location. We'll see you then. We will see you then.